0: I'm Will Patch, host of the Enrollment Insights Podcast and Enrollment Marketing Leader here. I'm thankful to all of you who have listened and the surprising volume of positive feedback I've gotten over these past nine months. To end the year, I've pulled together some of my favorite segments with guests on three themes. Professional development and leadership, marketing and communications, and diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging. I hope you enjoy this format, and here's to a much better and safer 2021.
1: When we think about diversity, and again, painting with a broad brushstroke, but this is what I'm seeing from different institutions and organizations that I've talked to or worked with, where the concept of diversity is just, I'll have uh, various members from different you know, ethnic or socioeconomic groups. Okay? so when you look at the graph that I created, there's a circle. Um, bigger figures all of the same color are within that circle and then there are smaller figures in smaller circles outside of that that's diversity sure I have you know I have the Arab I have the Muslim I have the uh, you know the Jewish person I have the you know the one from a lower socioeconomic status I have the African-American but they're not integrated within the overall culture of the institution or the organization so that's when we move on to inclusion. And inclusion is, okay, well, I'll have them closer, but they're still within their circles and they st- we're still looking at different circles. We're not all within the same perimeter. And belonging is, you know, what a lot of companies and, and organizations are talking about right now, where you have that representation across the board. But really within belonging still, we see that the, the shapes of the figures are different. Uh, the best example of that that i can give is when we look at, at at a female ceo versus a male ceo or woman versus man where the the what we see are that uh, women ceos are getting paid less than men ceos so although you have both who are ceo one is getting still paid less than the other so equity the ultimate goal that we have is that everybody on the same level and it's across representation of the diversity that is within the institution or the community. Yes, these
0: biases exist. Yes, we all have biases. Yes, it's really uncomfortable to, to realize that we have them, but our job is to ask, what are our biases? How can we fix them and how can we do better? That process can be really vulnerable because you're facing a truth that you once knew. The best thing that you could do is, is really face those head on and, and just do better.
1: When we talk about people from various walks of life, or various uh, economic statuses, or backgrounds, or immigration, what have you, to approach the patient with a sense of humility. So, if we if we think about it from uh, cultural competence is the word that that a lot of um, uh, books use. Uh, I don't necessarily like the word cultural competence because competence in that sense to me entails that you know everything about that culture Uh, i like more of cultural awareness knowing or realizing that someone's approach to certain uh, things is different than mine but in best practice for me in healthcare at least is cultural humility uh, not to impose my own cultural standards or norms on the patient that i'm caring for and not to say that i uh, i give up my beliefs or that i you know I just go with the women will of of the person I'm caring for, but to not impose my beliefs on them or not to come at them from this is how you should look at this. You know what I'm saying? The way that I like to explain humility is that you're not the measuring stick. And again, I do that in the situation in healthcare interactions where with the patient, I'm not the measuring stick in this is how you should think about this, or this is how you should approach this. Again, not compromising the medical training that I have. So I know that this medication is best for this disease state, but, you know, there might be economic factors that the second best drug is the best choice for the disease state. Uh, or the you know the way in which I explain it to you, or the way in which your thought about it, you, you might have a spiritual angle to uh, what you're going through from a disease perspective. And for me to scoff at that, or to uh, say that's just nonsense, here's the science behind it, is gonna negatively impact that relationship that you'll have with the patient. So humility, again, to me is not considering yourself the measuring stick for how people should react, or should do, uh, uh, or should approach, or think about a particular situation. As you know, we
0: think about what diversity, equity, and inclusion goals are. You know, it is finding ways to become more culturally responsive also culturally sensitive and understanding of people from diverse backgrounds, but it's also looking at ourselves and understanding who we are as human beings and how we impact others. Uh, And then I would say the third area would be the areas of looking at your organization and the processes within an organization and being able to look at those and say, okay, are these the most inclusive ways that we can be having a process work? Are these inclusive types of programming opportunities or communications that we're sending out? The best thing that we can do for recruitment around diversity intention, retention itself of our faculty, staff, and students, is to simply ask them and figure out what are the problems in the process and how can we ameliorate those things. We can't fix it all. it's It's impossible to, but we can work at it with micro stances where we're doing it little by little but well, we can also learn from each other. It's our responsibility to do the work. We are the leaders that are building the systems. We are the architects for all of these. We are the people that are the face of the organization. We are the people that are educating others. And it's our job to learn more about diversity and inclusion. It's our job to know about the systemic problems. It's our job to check our biases and ask, do we have the most concurrent information? If we do, that's when we're going to recognize and be able to advocate when there are issues in the system.
1: Well, we've got to think about, you know, maybe the students from this group of school, their counselors have super high um, ratios. So how what can we do, right, as an institution or as a group of counselors? Maybe we need to spend a little bit more time with the, with the students and the counselors from this school and ask them what they need and really figuring out how can we best help you, right? Would it help if we did a a more in-depth resume review or a, you know, a more in-depth college application or assessing fit. And we have many of those opportunities, but oftentimes those opportunities come from the schools that already have a ton of those resources available or their ratios are smaller. So I think it's mm-hmm. flipping the coin and, and trying to meet um, students in, in schools where they're at.
2: Kind of the final frontier is a lot of colleges are now breaking down and looking at their colleges through an equity lens, are we really serving diverse populations of students in the very best ways that we can? Are Black and Latino students having just as much success as white students? And if they're not, then why not? And and so there's a group of colleges, I'd say a couple hundred, um, that have probably evolved into that level of looking at this. But increasing completion rates is, is a huge complex problem and it requires a lot more funding. So I I wish that policymakers that, you know, quit demanding high completion rates without, you know, properly giving them the supports that they need at the college level. You can say something's a transformational experience, but, you know, what is transforming? And, And the goal is to change their behavior. The colleges that are being successful are really looking at that student and their experiences as a whole. And you know, are they seeing other students that look just like them be successful? You know, so if you have poor completion rates among, say, Black and Latino students, then, you know, that might feed a, have a feedback loop. If they're not seeing people that look just like them be successful, they won't be either. And so you have to kind of uh, really pull up the, the things that are working and say, here's what's working. And, you know, you hear the saying, knowing is half the battle. The colleges that have literally broken down and disaggregated their data and say, here is a problem and show it to everyone on staff. And everyone's really kind of aware that, yeah, that's not good, that that's happening here, that that completion rate for, say, that particular racial group is pretty low. And they need to respond to that in all kinds of ways. But they have to look at the student from their own experiences, too. and, And do they have a sense of belonging?